For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Isabel Jacobson. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover an emergency in the Princeton Architecture Building, a school union strike in Los Angeles, an earthquake in Afghanistan, and more. It's Wednesday, March 22nd. Yesterday, fire trucks swarmed Prospect House after smoke was reported in the Princeton Architecture Building. To learn more about the event, I sat down with Associate News Editor Tess Weinreich. So can you tell me a little bit about how the incident first started and where the smoke was reported? Sure. So in the architecture building at about 4.15 p.m. today, Tuesday, March 21st, uh, in the shop, which is located in the basement, a shop manager noticed that there was a lot of smoke accumulating in the room. Students started to smell smoke, and she made the decision to call 911 at which point smoke was filling the room. The 911 operator recommended that they pull the fire alarm. Uh, The shop monitor, AJ Comcidi, ended up pulling the fire alarm, manually triggering it. Everybody was evacuated from the building. Immediately an email went out to the entire listserv for undergraduates in the School of Architecture, alerting everybody to evacuate the building. And everybody ended up outside on the south lawn in front of Frist. Yeah, so what was sort of the student reaction after this emergency? It seems like most students inside were unsure whether this was a drill or some sort of joke. Many of the emails and the response do seem uh, perhaps a bit outsized for what was in fact some burning sawdust, or at least appears to be at this point. There was a really robust emergency response within 30 minutes. There were Dozens of emergency response vehicles outside pulled up out of Prospect House, including a full-sized ladder fire engine pulling through the gates of Prospect House. So quite an exaggerated response, as well as, you know, emails that were really insisting that everybody evacuate the building immediately. Some students reported thinking it might be a drill, thinking it might be a joke, but others also noted that they were smelling smoke in the building. So uh, once fire engines started to show up, it seems like people were getting concerned and started taking it seriously. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. You can read more about the emergency on dailyprincetonian.com or at the link in our show notes. In national news, yesterday, a union of 30,000 Los Angeles school custodians, cafeteria workers, bus drivers, and staff went on strike, effectively ceasing classes for over half a million students. The union, Service Employees International Union Local 99, is demanding, quote, equitable wage increases, more full-time work, respectful treatment, and increased staffing levels for improved student services, per a statement released to the press. Currently, the workers earn on average $25,000 a year and most work part-time. This strike follows several unsuccessful negotiations with the Los Angeles Unified School District over the past year. Following recent tech developments in artificial intelligence, Google has tentatively released their new chatbot, Bard, to a restricted number of users in the US and the UK as of yesterday. The chatbot will be launched as a separate service from Google's other products, such as their internet search engine. This launch comes at a time when many other tech companies have already released chatbot products. Bard's rivals include OpenAI's ChatGPT and Microsoft's Bing chatbot. The technology used in BARD has been in development since 2015, but has been limited to a small number of early testers over concerns that it does not yet always generate trustworthy information. BARD's initial launch is the beginning of Google's plan to introduce more than 20 AI products and features into its suite, including a, quote, shopping try-on and custom background curation for YouTube videos. 
In international news, a 6.5 magnitude earthquake hit the far northeast of Afghanistan, near the country's border with Pakistan, at a depth of about 116 miles. Regions in bordering Tajikistan and Delhi, India, felt tremors in the earthquake's aftermath as well. At least 12 people were injured in northwest Pakistan in the quake. No casualties have been reported, according to a tweet posted about an hour after the earthquake by Zabihullah Mujahid, a spokesperson for the government of Afghanistan. Nonetheless, health centers across the country were placed on standby, and Afghanistan's public health ministry distributed resources to potentially affected areas in the northern part of the country. Afghanistan is frequently hit by earthquakes, including a deadly earthquake that killed more than a thousand people and displaced tens of thousands from their homes last June. Consider packing an umbrella! Tomorrow will be mostly cloudy with a 40% chance of spring showers. Expect a high of 62 and a low of 35. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Carrie Liang, Lena Kim, Noel Kim, Zach Lee, and me. Sound engineered by Eden Tashoma and produced under the 147th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, Class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Isabel Jacobson. Have a wonderful day.